First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. All right, keeping it going on First and Pod. Subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. We appreciate you. Tweet us your five-star reviews, screenshots of them, and we'll retweet them at Danny Parkins, at the Pony Express. Uh, it's kind of crazy, but I think that the Chiefs deserve to be the fourth team in the rundown today because of what C.J. Stroud did against the Browns, man. Like, there's so much that's impressive about it, but I'll just throw a few things at you. He is the youngest quarterback ever to win a playoff game, younger than Mike Vick. He tied the record with three passing touchdowns for most passing touchdowns by a rookie in a playoff game. Him and D'Amico Ryans, only the third ever rookie coach, rookie quarterback duo to win a playoff game. And this is my personal favorite. He is the highest drafted player to ever win a playoff game. Mark Sanchez was the fifth overall pick who won a playoff game as a rookie. C.J. Stroud, obviously, the second overall pick. The so one of the other rookie coach, uh, is it Harbaugh, Flacco, and Ryan Sanchez? Are those the two? Yep, okay. exactly. And good job by you. Uh, and he is – They the Browns were the number one passing defense in the league heading into the game, and it took him 21 pass attempts. He completed 16 of them, threw for over 270 yards – with three touchdowns, they had a 35-0 to scoring run in that game. And I know people are like, it's a team game. It's not just the quarterback. I get it. But he's going to get Bobby Sloak a head coaching job. He could win D'Amico Ryan's Coach of the Year. He got himself Offensive Player of the Year. He won a playoff game. Deshaun Watson was in the building. And there's not a single Texans fan who is regretting the fact that that guy is on the other team. And they're set up for the next decade with an absolute stud. It is one of the great, great rookie quarterback accomplishments in the history of the NFL. It's on the very shortest of lists. Uh, Did you ever watch the Queen's Gambit on Netflix? No, I didn't get into it. It, it's, it's It's only like seven shows, Danny. It doesn't take. Yeah, I know, but I know. It's, it's, you yeah. can binge it in a day. Period piece, jazz, et cetera. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you sound like that's something that uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo always does. He names like three things. Yeah. 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 Like Ted Williams, 400 batting average, World War II, frozen head. You know, yeah. like he just throws things out there. I just say um, what I know about Queen's Gambit. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I thought it was a very good show. And Not the point, or is there a point? No, there is a point. The point is, like, this girl was just such a prodigy that, like, at every step of her life to become, like, the world champion, somebody who she came across so she had to either beat or befriend or whatever would just, like, stop and marvel at just what a savant and genius level talent she had. And I just, I gawked that entire game at him. It was amazing. it, It was just me on my couch, like, and I tweeted this, and I know we got into an argument about this a couple of months ago. If I were drafting the entire NFL, I would use my first pick on him. If every single player were available, I would take him first. Inheriting he, the contract? I, I, I don't care. I mean, even if, well, yeah, I mean, money is part of it, but. What do I mean? Like, if, so you, you would draft him over Mahomes? Because of his age. Yes. Eh. 
I, I, I can't I can't go there with you personally. I mean, Mahomes isn't old, man. He's he's got another decade left. And he's got I mean, would you draft Wembenyana over Jokic or Giannis? It's the same thing for me. It's the same, it's the same principle. You can be a great Super Bowl quarterback into your late 30s. Uh, Fine. I, yeah. And this guy can do that's 20 years of him, Danny. It's two decades of this dude. No, Look I at know. where they were at the beginning of the year. Dude, I, I listen, he, he, he's he's a top five pick. I I I don't he, I don't hate what you're saying. I'm saying he I would didn't take have Tank Dell for this game. Um I know. I know. You know, he's made guys like Nico Collins, Dalton Schultz, who was given away by the Cowboys. Um you know, Noah Brown, I don't think he played, but he's a guy that he turned into a useful wide receiver. Montgomery was was the Bills, another guy that was a recycled player. I mean, outside of like Laramie Tunsil and the top picks they've invested, even their offensive line has been banged up all year. I mean, there, there are just so many barriers or obstacles that should have prevented. He got hurt. So many things that should have prevented C.J. Stroud from having this season. And at, at every turn, you know, he's he's answered the bell. I'm going to say it right now. I think there's a very good chance I'll pick them to win the Super Bowl next year, depending on what happens, because they have the cap space on top of getting the coach right and getting the quarterback right to make their team a lot better. And dudes are going to want to play with this guy, Danny. That's and the other don't thing. They have, I know they traded the pick for Will Anderson, but they, they have Cleveland's first. They round. have Cleveland's pick, man. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, I think they have, they have an extra, they, they have Cleveland's first round pick and Cleveland's third round pick this year. So even though they gave up their own draft capital to get Will Anderson, who looks very good, uh, they they are going to be adding a first round talent to this team. Yeah, it's. I don't know what superlative you can put on it, man. It he looks like an absolute superstar. The AFC is completely loaded uh, at the quarterback position, and they look like they've got the coach as the leader and the the young talent and the cap space and enough draft capital and. Is it out of the, I mean, we'll do the preview pod obviously later in the week, but he's terrifying. You know, like Lamar in the postseason, rust with how they handled week 18. Uh, it's, if he gets hot and on a heater, good offense beats good defense. Mm -hmm. It is totally in play, but no one wants to play CJ Stroud right now. He is terrifying. Well, that's why I was pounding the table for us to vote him for the MVP. And we, he won't win, but he played like an MVP this year. We saw what they looked like when Case Keenum went into the lineup. They were a totally different team. Yeah, you that's know, you're right. You're right. I mean, we, that, that was a good player. value loser that we placed, which is what I'm known for. We bet, it at, <laughs> we, we, we bet it at 95 to one. Everybody agrees that he's one of the most valuable players in the league. It got all the way down to like 18 to one and it never had any shot at winning. And we get to say, yeah, but it was still a smart losing wager. A lot of bloom off the Cleveland Rose, just quickly on them. They're going to win two major awards here and maybe three. If you think that Flacco can still beat DeMar Hamlin for comeback player of the year. They're going to win defensive player of the year with Garrett and coach of the year with Stefanski. And reminds me of like 
college football, like when a guy wins the Heisman Trophy and then he plays the national championship game, he gets skunked. Like I remember Eric Crouch said that at Nebraska and Miami beat him by like 50 points. And it's like, oh my God, this is the MVP. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, that's what it felt like watching that defense with Garrett. 45 points, get completely annihilated on the road. And then Stefanski, I thought coaches, uh, I thought they coached circles around him in that game as well.